This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Introduce your podcast. Hi, I'm Ian Lee. Welcome to my podcast. You've downloaded it. Congratulations. Sing Hosanna's salutations. Let's all high-five each other, shall we? Yeah, high-five. High-five. I'm high-fiving you, listener, on the bus, in your car, or in your unemployed flat. There we go. Well done. Let's be honest. People with jobs wouldn't be downloading this rubbish, would they? They'll be downloading um, the Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo film podcast. Oh, they're very good, though, aren't they? They'd mm. be down. They are excellent. They'd be downloading um, some of the more serious podcasts you can get from Radio Four, or they'll be downloading Christian O'Connell from Absolute. Don't vote. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. This is my podcast. It's full of great bits, good bits, and adequate bits. Bits like this. Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's not a very good song, is it? It's not a very good song. I mean, it's all right. It's not worse. Well, not much. Mm. Not much worse. I bought that first album. Made the mistake Uh, of listening to the lyrics. Michael joins us on the phone this morning. Morning, Michael. Morning. Michael, what have you got for us? Well, I think the solution to it is you build the houses on stilts. The solution to Cairo Emerald? To the floodplain. The flooding, yes. The solution to flooding is what, sir? I thought for a second, I thought you said they should be built on stilts, but you couldn't have been so ridiculous, could you? They do it abroad. And they don't get flooded abroad, do they, when that flood? He makes a blooming good point. Hang on a minute, which countries do they do it in? In Kuala Lumpur. Hello? Yes. Are you suggesting we follow the Kuala Lumpurian method of house building by building... But may, I think a lot of those houses are made of bamboo, but building them on stilts. Well, the North Sea oil rigs stand out there and I don't have a problem, He's do Now, they? that is a cracking point, the North Sea oil rigs. They're, they're, and they are... I don't, they're not bamboo, are they, Michael? Well, do you want to keep flooded every year or do you want to sort of have a dry house every year? That's your choice. How you would you get out of your house? A rope ladder? Well, you don't go out when that flood, do you? You stay at home. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Michael, I'm going to get my shop in through the front door. Tesco's, they'll deliver it. He makes an excellent point. Other supermarkets deliver. Yeah, but Tesco's, I mean, boom. But Asda's are all right. 08459 four double five five double five. Thank you, Michael. Houses on stilts. Catherine, you're not convinced by that, but the more I think about it, those Kuala Lumpurians, are, they're, they're spot on, aren't they? Yes. Could build the rivers lower. Or we and could so, make sure the drains are cleared and that floodplains are left. Hey, man, drain, uh, drain the drains and uh, dredge the rivers and uh, stop sending money to India. They've oh, no, got a nuclear programme. And No, this is what we, the whole weekend has been on I radio. Know. Blooming Farage saying, why, 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 are we, why are we sending money to, to a place like India? We're on floods! Why, why are the two connected? I don't see why we can't do both. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're helping starving children in India, which I would say, I'm going to say it. Children who are dying of starvation in India, I suggest, are a little bit more important than people in Gloucester who've got floods. Boom. I've said it. It's out there. It's out in the open now. Or everyone could just live upstairs. What are you doing here, Kelly? I don't know. She's waiting to be dispatched. Oh. Not in a hitman kind of way. I was making a gallery online of all the flooding pictures we've been sending. You don't need to finish that sentence because already it's quite dull. Oh, sorry. So you're Justin this week. Mm. Uh, We went somewhere wet to send her, don't we? Yes. If you know somewhere wet that Kelly needs to go and see with her own eyes, because the pictures we've got are old by now, aren't they? We yeah, need to know what the old. current situation is. So yeah. if you are encountering problems with the flooding, maybe that's an idea. Or if you've got a house on stilts. That, I would prefer that, yeah. a house on stilts. I don't think we're going to get many calls on that. Do you remember that house that was going to go up and down? Remember that? No. There was a house that was going to go up and down. Do you that is it on a raft? It was going to go up and down, so when it got wet... That seems like a really extreme yeah. bit of kit to put into a house. Yeah. Basically, well, I'll do anything. I'm not really Well, fast. I'm on a minute. Careful. That's well, a can of worms. What's the, um, what's the story you had about people having moaning. to moan? People Have moan every 1.2 seconds. I go and find out when people last moaned. And what they moaned about. And Brilliant. if we get a flood or a house on stilts, yeah. then I think we've got your number somewhere. 
Someone has. We'll, um, we'll send a text. Just tweet me or something. Yeah, OK. We'll just lean out the window yeah. and shout. Have you yeah, got wellies? I'm not going to go far. Um, no, I've got... No. Have you got... Oh, dear. All right, then, bye. Bye. You can make a cough on the way out. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye. Shall I really go? Yeah, yeah go, and do, go and do it. Mm-hmm. OK. So what... I'm just not... take the headphones off and go. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even joking now. So just what go. are you last moaned for? Y- yeah. When just did you last have a moan? And take, what was it about? Don't encourage it. Take your headphones off and go. I don't, I've got no idea why you're staying here. OK. All right. But do that. And the I headphones am. are off. I'm just going. Why, why have you got a cob on? I'm not. I haven't. Well, then just go. Don't come just... back to the microphone. <laughs> just go. <laughs> the door's shut again now. You've got to push it open. Okay. Bye, guys. Be careful. Bye. What's her problem? Bye. Just shut the door. Bye. Don't come back! <laughs> I don't have a problem. I was just wondering if that was a real question. No, it's real. Bye, okay. then. All right. Right, go, go. Wait, open the door again. Just go, for goodness sake. Turn the lights on. You're such a... Turn them off. No! Oh, OK. Now you understand. But I'm not in a oh. mood. I just want to say I'm not in a mood or anything. I'm, in, I'm getting in a mood now. But we're friends, right? What? <laughs> Who told you that? When was the last time you moaned? No, you can't box us. Out, out. Just then. I don't moan. Then I'm ahead of myself. I see what the next time I'm going to moan is at one minute past nine when I go and speak to the bosses about you. Oh, okay, mate. Out. All right, thanks. Bye, mate. We've got a whole week of this, have we? Yeah. This is what I deal with all the time. Unbelievable. Now, we may be first for news, but we're not first for technology. Ha, 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 ha. Great inline. Great inline. You wrote this. I did. That's a great inline. I don't get it. Here's why that's funny. Lots to talk about between now and JBS at nine o'clock. We're talking floods, we're talking church bells, we're talking, I don't know, pretty much anything you want to talk about. Oh, moaning, that's another thing, Catherine. People moan 1.2 seconds. You're very quiet. I know, I think it's my microphone. But get, get, get up close. How's that? That's too close. How's that? But very speak, quiet, isn't it? Speak louder. I can't really speak any louder. Let me try... Right, speak now. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two... Come in, rubber ducky. What do you want me to do? One, two, one, two. Is that any louder? Is no, that... try this. Are you actually doing anything down there? I'm, or just... I'm having a fiddle with these knobs. Mm. Here, we go, here we go, try that. That's just you louder, isn't it? Oh, oh. oh that's the headphones. Uh, try this. One, two, one, two. No. Hello, hello, hello. I'm mix- mixing, mixing with stuff I shouldn't really be touching. Try that. One, two. That, that, it's, it's, it's broken, mate. Uh, what about the fader in there? Can you waz that up? It's wazzed up to the max. Well, Louisa, try, go, get your mic down and have a little try of yours and let's see what yours... You talking to it, Lisa. Go on, Louisa, go on, you talking it to it. It might be my voice. <laughs> Hello? See, now that's proper. I can hear that. Have you punctured I a see. lung or anything, Catherine? I see. This is what's going on, is it? You start by... So, Louisa, you had a good weekend? Yeah, I had a great weekend. Thanks. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's all right. Do you like having a bit of a moan? Uh, yeah, I love a good moan. What, what do you like to moan about? Uh, everything. Getting up really early because yeah. Justin's gone on holiday. Unbelievable. How selfish of him. Yeah. Outrageous behaviour. What a muppet. You see, Catherine, that's how it's done. Okay. Uh, I still can't use my microphone. No, I've turned it off. Thanks very much. <laughs> I know the podcast has my name on it, Ian Lee, but the show is all about you, it's not me. No. Oh. Listen. Me. I'm here this week. No, Sophie. You're not. Uh, you're not in the podcast links. Why? We we had a team meeting and uh, it was decided. I I voted. I voted differently, but uh, two out of three of us voted to not allow you in the podcast links. What if I interrupt? You're not allowed to. Well, I'm putting you, Kelly. In, I'm putting you in the links. So... You voted to keep her out. I didn't. <gasps> I voted to keep her in. If this was my world, Sophie would be my conscience. Let's just have a Thanks, second, Kel. dear listener, to imagine what Kelly's world sounds like. Wowzers, I'm glad I don't live in that world. Now, sometimes when you call in, you move me. Sometimes you make me angry. Sometimes you make me laugh, but sometimes, huh? I don't have a clue what it is you're talking about. Like this. Morning, Graham. Hello. Graham, what have you got for me? Yeah, how are you? Uh, I'm surprised that I got through to you. Why are you surprised? Well, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, ten days ago, yeah? Yes. Ten, de- t- ten days ago, Yes. I thought. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 
strange. I was a representative of um, <clears throat> a flood down in B and Q in Watford, Hertfordshire. Yes, yeah. you were in a, you were in B and Q and it flooded. Yeah, yeah. No, it didn't flood. It didn't flood. But basically, the the, the waters lapped up to the door. Yes, actually, and they lapped up to the door of uh, Wicks. Wicks. Now I know. The problem, right? I know I'm. I know I'm a bit. Mm. I want to tell you what happened. Please do. I want you to. Today there is possibly a sump pump. A sump pump. Sump pump. Sump pump. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what a sump pump is. Well, you you, you need to know. Please Look tell at, me. Your researchers now are wondering about this. What, maybe you could tell us, Graham, what is a sump pump? Well, I don't know. Oh. But, 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 but it was when they flooded, yeah? Yes. When they flooded ten years ago, they installed a sump pump. Ah, in Wicks? Well, around that area, I don't yep. know. Yeah, Around that area. Yeah. So they installed... The, the Watford Council... Yeah, installed a sump pump. We just don't know what a sump pump is, do we? No, but they've we installed don't. one. Okay. Well, but actually, it, it didn't work. Oh. Oh. Well, what was it supposed to do? It was. It was supposed to do when water levels came to an unnecessary level. Yes. Yeah, yes. It was meant to kick on the sump pump. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, However, I I, I feel like I'm living this in real time. Ah, here we go. I've I've Googled sump pump, Graham. A sump pump is a pump used to remove water that has accumulated in a water-collecting sump basement. That's correct. Boom. We got it. That's correct. Wowzers. So, can I tell you one other story? Another? Wow. Sure, why not? Okay. To, oh, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, then. Please, please do this. I, actually, uh, ten days ago, I, um, I, 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 I confront... Ten days ago, the firemen, yeah, two fire engines, right, were trying to pump out stuff. Pump out stuff? Yeah. From, from a sump pump? Yeah, yeah, they, they were trying to... Two days ago... Ten, two days ago or ten days ago? Ten days ago. The firemen were pumping out stuff. Yeah, they were pumping out water. They got too much time on their hands. And what they were doing, Mike, was pumping out it back into the river. And you know what they told me? No, I don't. We, we, we can switch on the sump pump now yes. because it's broken, right? What? We can do it now. But yes. if we do it now... Yeah. We will flood. Oh, dear. That's the opposite of what you want a sump pump for, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's the opposite. What, what they're saying to me, uh, gorgeous man, I think you are a gorgeous man. Well, Graham, I, I, I am a gorgeous man, and not enough people realise that. Yeah, I'm beautiful, no. but However, lovely, lovely eyelashes. What they told me... Yes. Ten days ago, that <sighs> if they would switch on the pump... Sump right, pump. Hello? Flood. It would flood the. It would flood the car park of um, Wicks. Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes car park. Wowzers. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's what I said. Because yeah. it's uh, a, mm. if it if it kicks on right, yeah. Yes. We'd be okay, yeah. Yeah. But they the, the, the sump pump. Not got a clue. Is what's going on? The sump pump. Sump pump. Has, I think I've got their second album somewhere. Too far Graham, I've got to move on. I'm doing a show, but I really appreciate your input on this. You don't understand, do you? The mum of someone from One Direction had twins, but that's not the exciting bit. What was the exciting bit? The names. Doris. Ernest. Which one is it? Well, they're twins. You can get two of those, so... Are you still here? Yeah, no, I'm here. I, I didn't want to be in, you know, the link bit, but... The twins' names were Doris and Ernest. Doris? <laughs> All right. She thinks they're 87, the mum of the twins. Well, I managed to speak to one of them. 
Not one of the twins. A Doris. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What can I do for thee? I just wanted to say that my name is Doris and I'm an old woman. Yes. It's an old woman's name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I must. I've got two cousins, that are, uh, a boy and a girl, too. And are they both called Doris? No, one was Billy and one was Molly. Now, Molly, Molly's a great name. Yeah. Is it short for Melanda? Oh, I don't know. I think it's short for uh, Melanda. But... They're older than me anyway. So, Doris, I'm going to guess you're, um, 86. No. Older or younger? Older. 92. 93. 92 next month. Oh, fantastic. Well done you, yeah. Doris. Yeah. Would you, would you like to see the, the name Doris being reintroduced? Would you like to see a baby yeah, Doris? Yeah, I would. Really? Yeah. It's a strange name. Were there lots of Dorises when you were growing up? No, I hadn't heard of them then, no. Do you know what Doris means? No. Isn't it, uh, doesn't it mean, I've always been told this, it's, it's um, the keeper of the biscuits. <laughs> well, that's a good idea, because I am. Do you like... Do I you, do love a biscuit. Do you, do, you, do you like a good hobnob? Yeah. Yeah. I like a hobnob, but my favourite biscuit of all time is um, the custard cream. Yeah. Basic, simple, isn't it? Nice and yeah. simple. Yeah. Doris, you sad to see um, Shirley Temple go? Oh, I remember her, Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful little girl she was. She was very talented, wasn't she? Oh, she was. Marvellous. And lucky that she, um, you know, she kind of managed to, to keep on the straight and narrow after her success. Yeah. Doris, whereabouts are you? Stevenage. You, have you had any floods in Stevenage? Yeah. What, has, has, have they nothing, affect- nothing bad, though. Just through the roads a bit flooded. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a nuisance, isn't it? You, yeah. you up to anything today, Doris? Are you staying and keeping warm? Oh, I, I can't walk. I'm on a walking frame. Oh, bless you. Well, you just stay in. Keep listening to BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, well, hang on a second. Two good, two brothers, uh, cousin, uh, nieces and nephews that look after me, so I'm very, very lucky. Well, good for them. I think my producer Catherine wants to say something. I want hang to on. tell you what Doris means. It's got nothing to do with biscuits. I, I thought it was surprised. the keeper of the biscuits. No, I think you're confusing that with Edmund. Oh yeah. Um, as a girl's name, it's pronounced Doris. It's of Greek origin, and the meaning is from Doris, which is an area in Greece, and it's the feminine form of Dorian. Oh, so you're Greek. <laughs> You're a bit Greek, yes. Doris. <laughs> hey, listen, have a lovely day. Thanks for your phone call, Doris. You know, um, that, that lady who just had two children, my, all my wishes. Uh, we we oh. will pass them on. You're a very lovely lady, Doris. Have a great day and we'll speak yes. to you soon. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go. What a lovely lady. Youngsters, take note. Hoodies, drug abusers and boozers, take note. What would Doris do? What would Doris do? We're going to get a look. Just think. Next time you're, you're light, lighting up a bong or, um, you know, trying to score some Alco Pops, just think, what would Doris do? She would do neither of those things. Every morning we're live across the three counties. We're live! Oh! Wow. And we send our reporter out and about to where it's happening. <laughs> Hey, Daddy-O, I'm hip with this talk. This week, our reporter uh, was uh, Sophie... Me? Sil- yes! Get in. This week, our reporter was Sophie, straight to the point, no messing, Solaria. Yeah. Sophie Solaria has uh, been looking for floods all morning. We think she may have found one. Soph? I was looking for two stadiums in Aylesbury. I found the second one. It's wet. The end. Thanks very much indeed. That was a great 14 seconds of audio. Now, I've officially declared this 80s Macca week. Yeah! Put your thumbs up. One thumb is not enough. Every day I've played a track from Paul McCartney's amazing career in the 1980s. I've tweeted him every day, but I think he may have a problem with his Wi-Fi and the Mull of Kintyre because he's not got back to us. Well, he hasn't yet... Oh, no, 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 sir! What's the matter? Oh, no, sir, you know what I've done! Um, a funny voice? Oh, no, Paul McCartney's CD gone! <laughs> Where's it gone? Oh, I don't know, I'm hoping I've left it in this, uh... Machine. No one else uses a CD these days, apart from Jay Dizzle. Let's have a little look-see, He's off. little look-see. Dun, 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 dun. He a... was hiding in the CD player. It's as if no one wants to nick. It's... <laughs> oh, how rude! Well, listen, I've, I've uh, tweeted Paul McCartney today. I've given him a couple of options, so he will be calling up very, very okay. soon. So just go... um, have you put the number on the tweet? Yes, I have. Oh, just Can you practice? Let's start with you, Kelly, because okay. uh, uh, let's practice your my headset on. Okay, so the phone rings. Okay, hang on, hang on. Ring, ring. Ring, I'm ring. busy, I haven't got it yet. Ring, ring, She's talking ring. to Dennis. H- hello, Three Counties. Oh, hello, you know, uh, it's Paul McCartney here. Um, Paul McCartney, you invented the 60s. Yeah, you know, it was my idea. Um, I think Ian's going to decide between uh, temporary secretary or once upon a long ago today. Yeah, 
Yeah, what song do you think he should... No, I, don't, I would have hung up by now. That attitude is not respectful enough. Catherine, you try it. Could you put out a little uh, message to um, Elvis Costello? What about? Can you stop ringing? We, oh, for goodness sake. We don't sakes. want... I'm sorry. Elvis Costello, just go away. Catherine, you try it. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Why are you ringing in Liverpoolian? <laughs> That's just a normal room. Good morning, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, you know, uh, can I speak to Ian, please? Of course, Sir Paul. Through you go. You You're already on. I'm not going to question it, just get him on. Right, now, that means, ring, right, that's, now that's, that's, now I've completely nutted balls, because just any bloke could phone up. That wasn't Paul McCartney, that was me. Well, that was Paul McCartney. It See, was me. Was no, testing. that sounded just like Paul McCartney. No, I know it did, but anyone could phone up and do that. You are going to get any nutcase on the show this morning. It's like that's what Normally we do every day. Oh, dear. You did do this bit, Catherine. You've been a bit quiet, which is unusual, considering you're quite gobby oh. most of the time. Really struggle to get a word in edgewise when we're in your presence. And yet, during the links of this podcast, you seem to have kind of kept the noise down a bit, which you don't normally do in the paper review. Here's Thursdays. Sorry, oh. I've done it. I slept through the storm yesterday. I missed it. Oh, I thought my windows were going to come in at one moment. Really? Last night, yeah. Well, you hope they were. Will be exciting excitement. I slept th- slept through it. Missed it. Missed all of it. There's more to come apparently. Yeah. Bit windy driving home yesterday. Yes. That's that's, sc- that's scary, isn't it? When your car, you have to actually hold the steering wheel with with hands because it's so windy. What are you normally holding it with? Oh. Um, I had to do the school run in the extreme wind yesterday. That wasn't pleasant. And it seemed to the heavens seemed to open where I live just before, just to let me know that I was definitely going to get drenched. I didn't know. Here's something, music fans. I didn't know. Oh, you weren't interested in that little um, <clears throat> view into my life. I thought you'd finished. You kind of did oh, the downward know. sound. OK, well, I, it was because it was a sad note. I, I on. When I listen to you, I listen to the sounds, not the words, just oh. so I know when to talk about me. All oh, right, OK. Go on. Like now. So, I didn't know that Miley Cyrus's father was Billy Ray Cyrus. Did everyone know that? Yeah. Is that a known thing? Yeah. Don't break my heart, my achy, break your heart. heart. <laughs> uh, well, he's... Uh, I didn't know this, and he's made a raunchy pop video with lots of ladies' bottoms on display. Is he naked on a wrecking ball? No, he's not, not naked on a wrecking ball, but he's playing a guitar. He looks like a right hooligan. He looks like a thug. He looks... From the head, he looks like the last surviving BG. He does, actually. And uh, from the way down, he looks like some kind of thug. Animal. Shocking behaviour. I think that's the look he's going for. Hey, look at... Um, there's a picture of Kelly Brooks. Kelly Brooks. Right. Kelly Brooks. Kelly Brooks with her, her she boyfriend. She Davis. She's got her boyfriend, David McIntosh. Right? Oh. Have a look at that picture. I can't work out what she sees in him. Look at his shorts. Why is he wearing his vest and pants? Did you forget his kit? Well, he's got his pants pulled right up tight. Wowzers. What does she see in that bad boy? She I sees that bad boy. we're all seeing it, yeah. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot hidden there. You don't get many of them to a pound, do She's you? She's got his full attention, though. If you look, wowzers, wowzers. Uh, I saw something else you might want to um, talk about because you like playing games. Yep. Video games as well as the mental ones. Oh. Um, children as young as six are reenacting brutal and sexually explicit scenes from Grand Theft Auto, says the Daily Mail. Well, they shouldn't be because what is that? An eighteen? It's an eighteen. Uh, you can't. Don't blame the game. Blame the player. The player. No. No. Don't blame the player. Blame the game. No. Well, that's in this what case, doing. don't blame the player or blame the game. Blame their parents. Thank you. It's an 18-rated game. Uh, it's got violence, it's got drugs, it's got sex, and it's an 18 game. It's for people who know it's pretend. Yeah, exactly. And it's the, so you can't blame the kids or the game. What the male is doing, they're uh, blaming the game. You cannot do it. It is the fault of the parents. They should not. It's like letting them watch um, Scarface at the age of six. You yeah. shouldn't do it. You can't blame Al Pacino. Or letting them watch um, an autopsy on a giraffe when they think they're going to a visit. Well, that's science. Right. That is actually science. Is this science? The Daily Mail's taken a screenshot of the, of the uh, game and put a black fuzzy line over uh, the, apparently the rude bits. I, I like the fact that they're checking it out for us just in case we don't know what a description uh, might be describing. You, I hate this, this uh, and I will defend video games, because I think that they are uh, bordering on art. And I, if I, as a 40-year-old man, Paul Scoynes plays Grand Theft Auto. I don't think that he will mind me saying that on the radio. It's got a dark side, though. He has got a very dark side. Uh, but you cannot blame video games. In this case, you blame the parents. Uh, girls are best at splits. Not Facts, I can do splits. Go on. Oh. Oh, hang on. Getting up's a bit of a problem. Oh, dear. No, not those splits. Splitting up with partners. Oh, duh, foiled again. Men need a month to end a relationship, but women take just six days. That's brilliant. That's absolutely true. Blokes reckon two-thirds of the time is devoted to agonising over the decision. The rest is spent plucking up courage and finding the words. Um, nearly nine out of ten men believed a careful exit strategy would be less upsetting. i tell you how I used to do it. Is I, can, I don't think... 
don't think I've ever said to a girl, oh, we, we, got, we need to split up. I've made them hate me. So they have dumped me. That old trick. That's clever. That makes some women more keen. Um, yeah, I have true, tried both ways. I tried the nice way, you know, when I was young to relationships and tormented myself over how I was going to do it. And do you know why I split up with him? Because he smelled funny. And then when he went, I realised it was my mum's plug-in. Oh, God. So, anyway, I broke it to him gently. Um, the is more it, recent times, I just don't phone them anymore. No, it was your mum's Glade. Yeah. It was one of those you, mushroom ones. You should have just... <laughs> you know, every now and again you hear someone on the radio and you think, oh, he's such a nice bloke. Well, here's what John Good said. I thought, well, well, that was great, that bit, and I did enjoy that bit. When you said, like, nice people on the radio, I thought you met people like Simon Mayo, David Essex, uh, Vanessa Feltz. But D John Good was a delightful gentleman, wasn't he? He was, and I rang him back to tell him so. Good, good for you. You're trying to get one on the cheap? Well, I'm looking at someone who I'd quite like to bury. Unbelievable. Now, a very sad story. The coroner in Buckinghamshire is trying to trace the family of a pensioner who passed away recently in Wickham. 72-year-old Peter James Green was known as Jim and had only lived in Totteridge Road for three years. It's thought he'd always been local to High Wickham or the surrounding area. The coroner's office says there are no suspicious circumstances, but as hypothermia was a factor in his death, there will need to be an inquest and his relatives should have the chance to attend. If you know Peter James Green, Jim, uh, then do give us a call 08459 455 555. Well, earlier on in this show, Marion Birch from Age UK Hertfordshire told us this was a sad but not uncommon story. Well, John Good is a funeral director in Bedfordshire and joins me now. John, is this something you've come across before? Unfortunately, many times. Really? How, how often is this happening? <laughs> well, I should say um, every couple of months we come across a case of um, we can't try, we can't trace family, relatives, or anything. Oh dear! Um, I've had many, many funerals over the years when I've been the only mourner, uh, and it is really, really very sad. Gosh, so so what what happens if there's no one there to take responsibility? How who gets in touch with you and, and and what do you do? Well, what normally happens is social services, friends, neighbours, or whatever um, will contact um, a funeral director and say, "What do we do?" We then have to uh, pass them on to the local council. The local council have a legal responsibility to carry out the funeral, uh, albeit only a pauper's funeral, if no relatives or no money can be found. What normally happens is the council will spend several weeks advertising in papers, looking for relatives, they search bank accounts, they search the person's house to see if they can find any money. If this fails and there is no money, there, nobody steps forward to claim responsibility for the funeral, then the council will normally... It, it does vary from county to county, yeah. but they would normally contact two or three local funeral directors and ask for their uh, cheapest price to do a very basic, simple funeral. That makes me feel very sad for some reason. Me too. Yeah. Yes, I, I say I hate being the only mourner at a funeral. What does that feel like, John? Did, 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 did No-one else there, just you? Well... What I normally do, I mean, we don't have a vicar, we don't have anything, you know, so my guys would just carry the coffin into uh, the creme or, or the cemetery or, what it, or whatever. Uh, and, and I stand there and do a couple of minutes silence and I just think about that person's life. He'd been on this planet for, say, 70 years and there's no one to say farewell to him. Well, John, you're a very good man. Well done you for, uh, for uh, taking the time to remember someone who's, who, who's passed. Oh, I always do. I always do. There was a case recently, wasn't there, a war veteran uh, who, who no-one knew and then hundreds of strangers turned up. I thought was absolutely fabulous. Wasn't that, wasn't that wonderful? He was a hero and uh, hundreds of people who didn't know him turned up at the funeral to, 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 pay, his, to, I, to pay their I, respects. I had a tear in my eye when I watched that on the telly. I really did. Um, the, the fact there was some people put uh, a notice up on the internet and loads and loads of people responded. And on the day of the funeral, it was just unbelievable how many people turned up. I wish it could happen in more cases. John, John Good, you are a very good man. Keep doing, keep doing the work and, and, and thank you for what you do. It's a pleasure, sir. Thank you. N nice to talk to you. What a lovely gentleman. What a decent human being. John Good, funeral director in Bedfordshire. If no-one claims the body, no relatives, no friends, no family, 
he does. He's the, can be the only person at the funeral, and he'll stand there for a couple of minutes, doing a couple of minutes silence, and thinking about that person. Well, oh, that's made me um, a little bit emotional. What a wonderful human being John is. If only there were more people like him. <laughs> Maria, you gotta see her go inside out of your mind. I thought we'd finish. That was really high. That was the best bit. Well, before we go into this Maria bit, is it, I can't remember what it is. Is it something serious or is that flippant tone acceptable? She called Hertfordshire Police for the flood that was in Luton. Oh, yeah, then that'll oh, be yeah. fine. Maria's in Offley. Morning, Maria. Good morning. I've just contacted the Hertfordshire Police about the flood at uh, Guildford Road. Oh, yes. Now, I was thinking to myself, do we need to get the fire brigade there to clear it? I just heard again that it's going up the road. It's going up the road. Well, you called the police about the flood. I've done it. What did they say? They said they'll take it in in charge. They'll take it in charge. Did Did you hear about the flood on this show? Yes, I did. I said it was the Three Counties Radio. Okay, and which police? So did... they do know because it's going to oh, be no. chaos. Traffic comes from Hitchin through, right? Wh- because wh- they won't be able to get through. It'd be chaos. Yeah. Which police did you call? The Hertfordshire. It... Because all the traffic is coming from Hitchin through, but... and the traffic is coming from L- Luton through. Well, isn't? I'm let me just. Where was my map? Hang on a second. Let me just get my. Uh... Do maps. we need to get the Hang on. fire brigade? Hang on a second, I'm just finding my... Where are my maps? Where's the... Right, that's... Uh, Where's the pump? That's Portugal. That's no good. That's Morocco. Hang on a minute, I'm just getting my maps. OK. It's Abu Dhabi. Why have, got, why have I got a map of Abu Dhabi, Maria? Pardon? Why have I got a map of Abu Dhabi? I Here we go. Know. Luton, Luton. Um, yeah, it's Luton... Lots Lu- of traffic are going to come Maria, either way. Luton's in Bedford, not Hertfordshire. I thought, I thought that was wrong. Luke, you need to call the beds police. If you're going to call no, any, I'm not suggesting in, you do. No, no, they said, don't worry anymore. Um, they're going to look into it. Well, it's a, you've got the wrong county, though. No, but they, did, they said they're going to look into it. Why would they? Because the traffic could be coming from Hitchin right, okay. and from Luton. Okay. It would be chaos. Why have I got a map of Abu Dhabi in the studio? That's ridiculous. Uh, OK, I, I would suggest if you've called the police, albeit in the wrong county, that you probably don't need to call the uh, fire brigade, Maria, but well done for being so um, uh, socially conscious. Yeah. And we will, keep, we will keep you and the rest of the listeners updated as to what's happening with that flood. OK. Thank I you so much. Early. They know me. If anything's wrong, they I nearly always ring them. When you say they know you, what have you done? Well, different things. Oh, are you... Everything's uh, been wrong here. A fire was in the woods and they know me quite well. Are you a criminal? No. Oh, no, sorry, I thought they knew you because you were trouble and they were... Oh, it's no, that, no, that Maria no, in Offley again. Them. Good if for you. If there's anything radically wrong, they're here. So if there's anything radically wrong, you help them. And that's yeah. very socially minded of you, Maria. Good work. We need more people like you. Yeah. You're a it good helps, egg. doesn't it? Maria, can you it do me a favour? Pardon? Can you do... Sorry? Can you do me a favour? Yeah? What noise do you make when you almost fall over? I don't know. But I have fallen over before I got my new soles in, which the... Um, the hospital are... Fantastic. Seeing into, I'll go in the 3rd of March again. Good for, well, who's, the, who's that in the background? I don't fall over now. It's my dash hound. Your dash hound? What's he, what's he, he called? I'm talking to somebody, you oh, see. I bet he does. He's jealous, is he? He's on the settee, yeah. Oh, get him off the settee, Maria. <laughs> he might do a whoopsie. <laughs> no. Maria, could you do me... Could you do me you've been a very, very good sport this morning. I appreciate your time. Could you do okay. me one favour? Could you just say for me, you're listening to Ian Lee's podcast... I'm listening to Ian Lee's broadcast. Excellent first attempt. Can you say you're listening to Ian Lee's podcast? You're Ian Lee's podcast. Spot on, Maria. You're a good sport. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much. Cheers. I'm hoping I'll get to Hitching because I've got a a foot appointment at the uh, Regal Chambers. Well, but if I, they don't come, I shall have to ring them because I'll have to go another day. Exactly. I'm sure they'll they, listen. They'll understand that everyone's having a little bit of trouble getting my around. My feet have not long been done. They've got to be. Um, what do they do to your feet? They pad them and everything because of corns underneath. Oh, oh well, that's... and I've just had a knuckle off and the big toe off, big um, toenail off. I but I'm you... still in trouble. It's very sore. I thought you said you had your big toe off. I have had 
the big toenail off. Right, OK. Well, that's something. Oh, blimey. Well, Maria, listen, you take care of your feet, OK? That's all right. Ta-ta. Don't be in charge. Charged up. (laughs) Good for you. Well done. That would be more like, how do you solve a problem like Maria? Call the police! Why is she... I mean, she's not even... It would be, though, because she solved all the problems. She's doing it again. That's true. J-Dog told us this would happen, didn't he? La, 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 la. Homosexuality. Abortions. Godlessness. No, these aren't the name of my three children. They're the reasons for the bad weather. Well, that's what the Reverend Peter Simpson believes. Well, the floods uh, are a call to the nation to humble itself before God because uh, we are a nation uh, in deep rebellion against God. We we are a nation doing all that it possibly can to cast off the Christian faith. Um, God is angry with this nation, and God controls the elements. In what way are we trying to um, uh, cast God off? Um, Well, as a society, we we, we no longer fear God, we no longer honour God. God's commandments are uh, generally ignored. Uh, The Lord's Day has become a day for commerce, just like any other day. Uh, We are a society which uh, allows all kinds of wickedness. I, I, I could think, for example, of abortion. Uh, seven million babies destroyed since 1967. You know, we are a society that's forgotten its Christian roots. Are gays part of that? B- pardon? Are gays part of the wickedness? Uh, the redefinition of marriage is part of the casting off of our Christian foundations. So, th- th- allowing homosexuals to marry and abortion is part of the reason we've got floods now? Uh, It it is the whole range of sin and ignoring God. Peter, with the greatest of respect, that does sound slightly bonkers, doesn't it? Uh, No, uh, the Bible clearly teaches that God controls the elements and and that God uh, also uh, governs nations uh, according to their righteousness or lack of righteousness. There are countries who are less righteous than us, aren't there? And they seem to be doing all right. Do you not just think it's not God's retribution? I don't know. It's just bad weather. Uh, I'm not calling it, it, it God's retribution. I'm Divine it, intervention? Uh, I'm calling it a warning from God right. to the nation to humble itself and to start praying. And, and there is a remarkable uh, instance uh, in our history uh, where if the nation uh, does pray... Uh, it, it has a real effect, including on the weather. Uh, for example, uh, on May the, 20, uh, May the 26th, 1940, we had a national day of prayer. Right. This was at the time of Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on May the 28th, a violent storm broke out over Flanders. It grounded the German Air Force. Uh, the troops were able to reach the beaches safely. Uh, yet, despite the storm in, in Flanders, the English Channel was like a mill pond. Uh, and this aided the evacuation. Did they not plan the... Did they not uh, you, you wait for the weather to be right, for the attack to happen? I thought that was part of the, 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 the planning. Not Dunkirk. Dunkirk was absolute chaos. They just had to get out as quickly as they could. Good. So how about... What if, if everybody in Beds, Hearts and Bucks did a little prayer now, Peter? Do you think that would um, help Beds, Hearts and Bucks from the flooding and the bad weather? Uh, well, d- do a little prayer is is not the answer. It's got to be heartfelt repentance and heartfelt turning to God. Could you do a prayer for us now, Peter, to stop the flood, if we all bow our heads in reverence? Well, are, are you serious, or, or are no. you asking that in a slightly mocking manner? No, no, listen, I will, I will bow my head if, if you can do a prayer that, that you think will help stop the floods, because I know it's affecting lots of people. My, my head will be bowed. Yes, yes, certainly. Away you go. Heavenly Father, please... Have mercy upon this nation, which has turned away from thee, and be pleased to calm the elements and cause the rains to cease. We pray for all those uh, who have had their homes flooded. We ask, O Lord, that thou would help them, uh, and we pray that this nation might return in repentance and faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. 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 
Well, thank you for that, Reverend. Do you do you not worry? There 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 are uh, there there are a lack of young people who are involved in the Christian faith. Do you not worry that um um how can I put this politely that views like yours that some people may consider to be a, a little bit old-fashioned and a little bit fantastical that views like yours are, are turning younger people away from uh, from the church. Uh, the Christian faith is eternal, absolute truth. It, it is not dependent upon fashion. Uh, I mean, are we suggesting that the the church should uh, change its teachings to suit each new generation? Uh, God's word stands for all time, uh, and the Bible clearly teaches uh, that it is the Trinitarian God who controls the elements, and we as a nation need to humble ourselves before him. Uh, Peter, I, I really appreciate uh, your time this morning. We've had we've had one email, and I'm going to read this out to you just so you kind of get a, some feedback on what people are saying. Okay. Uh, and please don't. Well, you may be offended. I don't know. Um, Ian has emailed in saying uh, "cuckoo, cuckoo, loony alert." Now, th- th- there will be people thinking what you're saying is nonsense. What would you say to those people, Peter? Well, th- this is just demonstrates how, how secularised. Uh, Cool Britannia has become. Uh, any statement uh, that there might be an almighty God controlling the elements uh, is, is deemed to be the opinion of a, mm. a crank. This just shows how far well, science, removed science from the Christian is... faith we have become. But, you know, back in 1940, yep. this nation feared God enough to have a national day of prayer. What about the Muslim countries? Because they seem to be doing all right with the weather, don't they? Well, uh, I, I'm not going to comment on other countries, Christians in other countries have to deal with God's providence. So it's the Christians in the Muslim. Life, it's the Christians in the Muslim countries that are keeping those countries doing all right. Well, uh, Jesus Christ uh, is the only way. Uh, he is the truth, uh, and so I cannot speak for other religions. So the Muslims have got it wrong. Is it because we've got so many Muslims here that the weather's so bad? Uh, no, of course not. But it, it is Silly. the fact that we, as a nation. Uh, have uh, deliberately turned our back upon our uh, Christian foundations. Peter, we uh, have a government legislating uh, against the Christian faith. Uh, we have all kinds of heterosexual immorality. We have uh, drug taking. Yeah. Uh, we have sex education in the schools, which is devoid of any moral foundation. Wow. Uh, we are a nation in trouble, and we need to get back to our Christian roots. <laughs> And then um, maybe turns out Peter Simpson was right, says Nigel. Here's Nigel. Beautiful, done. Oh. Morning, Nigel. Morning, Ian. Great show as usual. Thank you very much, boss. What, what, what did you make of what the Reverend was saying? Well, since daylight here in Watford this morning, it's been pretty grey and murky. Yeah. And within about the last sort of quarter of an hour or so, it's broken out into blue sky. Oh, hang on a second. In the last 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. Well, we did the prayer 25 minutes ago. Well, it sort of worked, didn't it? Oh, but, but, well, hang on a second. We, we've been mocking this and knocking this. Maybe there's something in it. There could be, yeah. I mean, it seems that way by the weather, that certainly. Nigel, are you godless? Um, 50-50. So, a weekend you're godless, and in the week you'll have a little prayer. Yeah. Nigel, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, Catherine, wow, we were both wigging out there. We were looking up um, pictures of Debbie Gibson on the internet. And Tiffany. And Tiffany. Oh, Matt, Frank, you... Frankie Milton Keynes. Frank. Hello. What do you reckon to that? Well, I, I, I think it was OK, but you must, Sorry? when you play records, you must say who it is when you finish. It's what? more important than when you say, if you mention Sorry. when you start. What? If you turn on halfway through, you think... Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Who was it? And you're babbling on about something else. Right. Well, the, well, well hang. Whoa, whoa. Hold he's your quite, horses. He's quite right, of course. This is well, no. He, in some ways, he's right, but in every other way, he's completely wrong. First of all, Frank, I did back anno that Debbie Gibson, uh, only in my dreams. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, come on, guys. You don't need me to announce records. We're, just, we're too, we're too hip and happening. We're moving. We're moving on to the next thing straight away. You should, you should have a word with Justin. He's one of the best oh. disc jockeys there is. If Justin wasn't in a Peruvian prison, for I, I don't want to know what he was carrying across that border, uh, then I would have a word with him. 
No, but when he plays a record, he gives you information about it, and he always says who it was at oh, the end. Blimey. It's most, you know, when you oh, see a film, you think, who's that actor there? Yeah. And you can't. Would you want me to come round and tell you that it was uh, Victor Mature? All day long. Well, that's what you do. What do you want me to do? Before. Every time you watch a film, do you want me to phone you up and say that was Michael Caine in 1968? No, all I want you to do is just play a record, and when you finish, just say, oh, that was so-and-so. All right, well, the, well you just heard What's It, what's it by so-and-so. Happy? No, no. OK. <laughs> Podcast. Now, it seems, uh, on to slightly more serious things here, it seems Buckinghamshire firefighters didn't spend the whole weekend pumping out Marlowe. I should have looked at this before I came in, shouldn't I? They spent... They spent at least two hours pulling a dog out of a rabbit hole! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, alive! I can't do it! Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Now, it seems Buckinghamshire firefighters didn't spend the whole weekend pumping out Marlow. They spent at least two hours pulling a dog out of a rabbit hole in Wuban Park. Yes, they did. The owners of Tinker the Terrier, because that's what it's called. They're delighted to have the dog out of a hole. But I thought firefighters weren't doing the cat. I thought, Catherine, I thought they weren't doing the cats up trees, dogs down holes thing anymore. I thought they were rescuing people. I seem to remember them telling us that too, but yes. um, apparently they are. How common are animal rescues like this? We've been looking into it. When it comes to Buckinghamshire Fire and Rescue Service, the last dog rescue they were involved in was 10 months ago. Do you want the details? <laughs> Can you handle it? I've just seen the details. Oh. What, what happened? A Jack Russell called Lulu got stuck. <laughs> Stop it, it's not funny. Stop it. This poor dog got stuck in a drainage pipe for four days. Yeah. Four days. Wowzers. Four days, come on. Mm. Fire officers had to cut her out using specialist equipment. Mm. Mm. So the BBC has carried out a UK-wide investigation into animal rescue. Good use of licence payers' money. And found that over three years, that's between 2009 and 2011, rescuing animals cost the UK Fire Service £3.5 million. What kind of animals? Well, as usual, you'd imagine the sort of animals that would get into scrapes. Cats, dogs, horses. <laughs> How does a horse get into a scrape? <laughs> Where, fencing. Does a horse get stuck in a... No, anyway. Yeah, yes. But um, other animals, including snakes. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Go on, finish, finish the list. I know what's coming, I don't think I can. Snakes, seals, bats, yeah, yeah. chinchillas, iguanas. <laughs> a raccoon, which is not indigenous to this country. Not, not, Badgers not and a chameleon. Now, Wowzers. there have been widely reported cases of Mid and West Wales Fire mm. and Rescue Service being called out to move... <laughs> <laughs> Someone's having a laugh here. Being called out to move a snail stuck halfway up a wall. <laughs> that was a call from a distressed elderly lady. I'm not sure they went yeah, to that show. Yeah, I think show. she called our show yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with uh, um, the case on Sunday, though? I mean, well, this is serious. This is very serious. If you get, No one wants to get their tinker stuck down a hole, do they? So what happened? Those rabbit holes are nasty. Yeah. Tinker the Terrier was on a family walk in Wuban Park. He yeah. wouldn't have been out on his own No. he was on a family walk. Yeah. He got stuck down a rabbit hole. <laughs> then what happened? How did they get him out? What equipment did they use? Did they use any equipment? Yes. What? <laughs> a snake eye camera. <laughs> and shovels. You're going to be talking to Fraser Pearson oh, from... I hope you can contain yourself yep, yep, from yep, Box yep. Fire and Rescue mm. later. He could tell you about more about what happened and why they answer calls like this. But I think in a nutshell it's because if they didn't, pet owners could get into much bigger trouble trying to rescue the animals themselves. I heard somewhere that there's a fire service that charges for incidents like this. Is that yeah, right? that's right. None of our fire services do. But if you live in the West Midlands, you could be charged mm. £4.12 an hour. It still seems quite cheap, actually, not so bad, is it? for an animal rescue. Of course, there are other agencies like the RSPCA who do get called, but they in turn may have to call the fire brigade oh. themselves if they don't have the specialist equipment to deal with the incident. They haven't got snake-eye cameras. They, well, no, I don't think they've got as many. No. Although the RSPCA declined to come on the show to talk about this, because we did ask them. A spokesperson did tell us that in their experience... <laughs> 
there are plenty of cases where putting a bit of food out can be enough to get an animal back where it should be. I don't think this was the case with Tinker the Terrier. Is Tinker all right? Tinker's fine. Well, that's fantastic. Catherine, thank you so much for that. We really are the first for news. I don't know why we dropped that, um, that tag. 08459 555. Have you ever got your Tinker stuck in a hole? <laughs> Glenn, what on earth do you want? Well, I had an idea because I like doing things for charity and I'd oh, like God. to... No, 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 don't oh, listen. Don't, yeah. When you're away on holiday next time... Yes. I'd like to come in and produce Kelly and, and uh, Catherine for a, for a show. What? In a movie? Your, your show. What? Uh, OK, right, hang on a second. How much uh, production experience have you got? Zero. Right. But well, I do do a quiz on a Wednesday in my local pub. Hey, give, give us a question, give us a question. And also, oh. I helped Mark Dean uh, on BBC Radio Northampton do his soul show we one don't, night. We don't talk about those guys. Not after... Uh, oh, all right, then. N- n- not after what happened. Uh, OK, so you want to produce, and you've got no experience. Perfect, perfect. Fine. You're in really good company. Um, Can okay. you make tea? Glenn, away you go. It's uh, the Kelly Betts and Catherine Boyle show. Yes, in that order. KB1, KB2. Produced by Glenn. My mic's off. Glenn, tell us... Produce us. Tell us what you want us to do next. Oh, right. Well, you've caught me off the cuff now. Well, this is what we have to do to him. We have to sort of um, tell him exactly what to say in really simple terms, Mm. because otherwise he just doesn't doesn't speak. I've got no no script, have I? Well, we don't have a script. You've just got to think, think, think. Do it. What would make exciting radio? What does does Ian do when he's got nothing to say? (gasps) What? Oh. Crazy jingle. Glenn, what would make up. really exciting radio? You tell us and me and Kath will do it. Right, I, exciting radio, things like, why do people still drive in the middle of the lanes of the motorway? OK, we'll go with that one. OK. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kath. Things like that. Well, hang on. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kath. Do you know what really winds me up? What winds you up, Kath? People driving in the middle of the road, people talking in the middle of my sentences, people driving in the middle of the motorway. Why do they do that for Why do they do that? There's lanes either side. Let's ask the listeners. Listeners, call us now. Why do you drive in the middle of the motorway? 08459 455 555. How's that, Glenn? That's fine. That's great. What else? We haven't had a call and yet. I'll think of some, and I'll think some other things as well. All right, okay. give us a shout when you thought something else. All right, then. What do we do in the meantime? Just sit in silence? Uh, we'll have some tea. Oh, OK. I'll um, make you a cup of tea. Own some bacon sandwiches as well. Oh. I think he might just have I what it he, takes. Yeah, you, you sound like you've, you're I on can the guarantee, I can guarantee it would be a good laugh. Oh, yeah, it'd be that. Well, I've, I've had, I'm having fun already. All right, and I'll bring some chocolate too. I can only apologise for the last uh, four minutes of uh, output here on BBC Three Counties Radio. I think what that uh, little uh, Lazi, that little scene, that little example shows is that to put on... Uh, a performance such as this, weekdays between six and nine, is actually flipping hard work. Yeah, I make it sound easy. I make it sound shambolic. That's how good I am. I'm like Les Dawson when he plays the piano badly. You can only do that if you are a superb pianist. And I am a superb pianist, and I am making the show sound deliberately clunky, but actually, it's brilliant. Glenn, you ain't a producer... Kelly and Catherine, really sorry. You ain't talent. Hmm? There we go. Thanks you very much indeed. I think Sophie should end the podcast. I so think we don't Sophie hear should your end. usual. What would you like me to do? End it. And now endeth the podcast. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 